This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about the profile 5-1 in human design, and this is called the challenge solver. I can't believe that we are almost done with our series about the profiles. If this is your very first episode, welcome. I'm so pumped to have you here. You might be starting in a little bit of a funny place if you're new to human design, if you consider yourself a beginner, but after you're done listening to this one, maybe go all the way back to episode number one and listen sequentially. If you're new, but you're a little bit more experienced, you have a little bit of knowledge, then feel free to jump around the past, what is this, 63 episodes. The titles are very clear so that you can see exactly what we're talking about in the episode and you can learn all about your specific chart, you know, piecemeal, or maybe your friend or your partner's chart or your kids, something like that. But before we get into the topic of today, before we talk about the 5-1, let's do our review of the week. And this one is a five-star review that's titled 10-10-10s Across the Board. Hey, I'm a manifesting generator. I've been interested in human design for maybe the past year. I've read maybe one book and mainly have gotten my information from a resource on Twitter. I recently decided that I wanted to dive deeper into human design. I tried out a few podcasts and then I found yours. I have never, ever, ever felt so seen. I began by listening to your podcast on the 2-4, which is my profile. I went on to listen to episodes 33 and 35, and wow, you literally described me to the T. I wanted to cry. It's like you are inside of my mind. I'm excited to listen to more of your podcasts. I love how they are short and to the point, but the quality of the information is unmatched. I relate so well to how you describe the lines. I'm so happy that I discovered your podcast, and I've been listening daily, and they have brought me so much new clarity on human design. Wow. Thank you so much for writing that review. Also, thank you. I see you, all the other people who are writing reviews. You guys are really like paying it forward and I'm very grateful. If that was your review that I just read, then you win the prize. So to claim your prize, DM me over on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline on Instagram. Send me a DM and tell me the username you use to write that review. And then I'm going to answer your biggest, juiciest, most detailed human design question. You're going to send me your chart details so I can dive into your chart and I will make a video with your answer. And these videos are almost like a mini personalized podcast episode. So it's very fun. I go live on Instagram when I make the video and anybody who happens to be on there can also pipe in and ask questions and it's pretty dynamic and fun. Anyone else who wants to win the prize next week, all you need to do is write a review of the podcast. And if I read yours, then you win. And if you're listening on maybe the website or Spotify or somewhere where they don't include reviews, 
then that's okay. Maybe you can still rate the show on there or you can take a screenshot of yourself listening and share this on your social media and tag me. And that's a fabulous way of also paying it forward. I absolutely love this podcast. I'm pretty sure this is my very favorite part of my whole career. And as a manifesting generator, I do about 50 different things, but this is my favorite and it's free, it's fun, and the best way for you to you know, pay it forward is to share it or write a review. So thanks in advance. Okay, let's get into our topic today, which is Profile 5-1, the challenge solver. If you're not sure how to look up your profile, just go to any website where you can look up your human design chart. I recommend myhumandesign.com. Look up your chart and then see in the description what the profile is, and it will be two numbers. So today is the five one. The first number, the five, is the liberator or the heretic or the hero or the save the day person. And we've talked about the five in a lot of episodes already, specifically episodes 36, 58, and 59. So if you are a 5-1, I would recommend after this to go back and maybe review those episodes just to get the information ingrained. And sometimes I explain it in different ways or share different examples. So that could possibly be very helpful. But the five, let's let's do a little bit of a review because it's been a few episodes since we talked about it. So the five is somebody who loves to save the day. You love helping and you're very likable because everybody else loves to be helped and people sense in you that you can sort of save their day or be their hero. You might feel this sort of energetic pull or expectation from people to always be helping and fixing. And so part of your life's work, which we're going to talk about later in the episode, is to learn and discern which situations and which people you want to help and which you do not want to help. Because a five can typically get so invested in helping everybody all the time. And that's not what this is about. There's also some conditioning that we're going to dive into a lot more towards the end again about only feeling worthy if you're helping. So make sure that you're only helping or fixing situations not to get approval, but because you truly feel a deep desire to do so. And one thing that can be really helpful in learning when it's correct or incorrect for you to step in and help is to pay attention to your not-self theme. The not-self theme is that one word that tells you if you're out of alignment, and this is unique to each energy type. So for example, a manifester will feel angry when they are out of alignment. A generator will feel frustration, and you can learn about the not-self themes in episodes 45 through 49. But if you end up helping and fixing a situation or stepping in as a five, and you feel your not-self theme, so you feel anger or frustration or disappointment as a reflector, then that's a sign that that wasn't correct for you. But if you feel your signature, which is the opposite of the not-self theme, so for a manifester, if you feel peaceful after helping as a five, that's good. And make sure in life that you're finding value in yourself in things other than fixing. Now, because this is your first number, other people will feel an unconscious sort of just inner knowing that you can help, but they might not be as upfront about it as if 
it was your second number. So let me try and clarify. You know, that can be a little confusing. The first number is how you see yourself. The second number is how others see you. So we're talking about the 5-1 today. So the 5 is your first number. Okay, the helping side of you, the hero side of you is your first number. So other people will sense that in you at an unconscious level, meaning they may not be bombarding you to ask you for help all the time, but there might be just sort of this energetic feeling you have that people are always wanting you to help, but they're not obviously coming out and asking, but it's kind of like an energy exchange or you just feel vibes of people wanting help from you as opposed to the three five. So that would be the five is the second number. Usually for a three five, lots of people literally go up and ask them for help, like in the grocery store, on the street, you know, people will just bombard you with asking for help because they see you that way. Do you see the difference? It's it's the same characteristics. It's just kind of, it's a different tweak on how you will use it in interactions with others. Now let's switch modes and talk about the one. So as the five one, this is your second number. This is the more unconscious private part of, or I'm sorry, not private, but the more unconscious public side of you. And this is how everybody else sees you. So the one is the investigator or the knowledge seeker. And we talked a lot about the one in episodes 32, and we also touched on it in episodes 55, 56, and 61. So feel free to review those to get, you know, just to get this deeply ingrained. But as the one, as the investigator or the knowledge seeker, your purpose is to find information and to do learning. You learn best by studying or taking a class or having a teacher, and facts and preparation makes you feel safe and confident. It's easy for a one to go down rabbit holes of learning, and learning all this information really is part of your purpose. But you'd need to focus on learning subjects that fascinate you or that you're naturally interested in because it's not all about learning everything and anything other you otherwise you might end up again in your not self theme so as a projector your not self theme would be bitterness and if you as a 5 1 end up getting wrapped up in learning too much information about topics that you hate or are uninterested in or you find boring you absolutely can learn them really well because you're a one, but you'll probably feel bitter about it. But as a projector 5-1, if you were focusing on learning on topics that you're naturally gravitating towards and come easy to you and you find endlessly fascinating, like maybe human design or something like that, then you'll end up feeling much more energized and, and motivated and inspired and you'll just have this like endless stream of energy to keep learning. And the information that you learn can be transferred to other skills and other areas of your life as well. And it can help you to be more empathetic and help you to bring out your own gifts better. So with the one being your second number, everybody sees you this way at a very obvious level to them. So people will always think that you're very smart, very prepared, that you're very intelligent, maybe that you are just always the one that knows what's going on. And you might not 
believe it as much as them. You might struggle with something like imposter syndrome just because this is more of the unconscious part of you that is a big part of you, but you don't see it as clearly as the five. So you as the five one might feel more drawn to helping and you might not notice what a good researcher you are, or you might feel self-conscious about your level of knowledge. But just know that just because you are a one, you are knowledgeable, you are smart, and you're a great learner. So I'd love to put this together now, and let's discuss the five one blended together as the challenge solver. I love to think about Hermione Granger from Harry Potter as a five one. Obviously, we don't know if this is true, but um, because, you know, she's a fictional character. But any Harry Potter fans out there, just picture Hermione Granger. Also, let's talk about Gilmore Girls, my all-time favorite show ever. Think about Rory. So Rory is, in my opinion, obviously a 5-1, both Rory and Hermione. And I'm sorry if you don't know those characters, then watch Harry Potter and watch Gilmore Girls. You'll probably love them. But, you know, Hermione is so bookish. She's so into research and reading. And one of my favorite lines in all the Harry Potter books or movies is when she says something like that she'd rather die than be expelled. I forgot what the line was, but like that's a pretty good, you know, example of a 5-1. Like they do not want to be seen as dumb or as somebody who would get expelled or fail at school. So let's jump into this. The 5-1 is sometimes called the intriguing global solutionist and the mysterious wild card. So what does that mean? That means that you're great at fixing and finding solutions. People see you as dependable, curious, and very thorough. But people might not see the work that goes on behind the scenes. So like, for example, with Rory from Gilmore Girls or Hermione from Harry Potter, everybody sees them as so, so, so smart and a great helper, but nobody really understands the depths of what it took for those two characters to get that smart. Like when Rory first started at her private school, Chilton, it was this like really intense challenging private school that had super high standards and she was coming from a public school and she was already like naturally really good at school but nobody at her new school saw how hard she had to work to get up to the level of this new private school she had to stay up all night studying she was just like killing herself to learn and that came naturally to her she could do that but none of her teachers or her peers knew what level of preparation she really had to do for that. Now, as a 5-1, you might think differently and you might do things in an innovative, innovative, I never know how to say that word, but a unique to you way. So it's good for a 5-1 to actually come up with innovations, new systems, new ways of doing things. You have a different kind of point of view in order to make something improved. And people unconsciously suspect that you can help, which ultimately might lead you to feel a lot of pressure on you. So five ones typically feel like they only are valuable or they're only a good person if they're always showing up to help or if they're always making an improvement or coming up with a solution. 
And one of your worst things is to disappoint or let people down. So here's your karma or your life lesson that you're probably always going to be working through is that you only are a good little girl or you're only valid or you're only loved if you're fixing something every single day, every single time. And this is not true. Just because you are this incredible challenge solver, it doesn't mean that you have to do this 24-7. And I want everybody, no matter what profile you are, to hear what I'm about to say. Your different aspects of your chart, so your energy type, your profile, your digestive type, you know, anything in your chart doesn't need to be you at every single second of every single day in every situation. Your gifts or your gates, your channels, your life theme, it doesn't mean that you have to be expressing that in 100% of life. It means that you want to find the areas of life that you're naturally good at, that you're naturally drawn to, that you're attracted to, that excite you, and apply these different parts of your charts to those areas. So for the 5-1, you don't have to help, you know, the garbage man outside that has a flat tire and there's trash all over the the alley and you are going to be the one to find a solution to that problem. If you hate garbage and you're not into cars and you don't know anything about trash and that's not your thing, you literally don't need to help. And I'm kind of thinking about almost like my husband in this sense because he's a three five and so he's got this five. He is such a helper. Everybody asks him for help and he's really good at helping. But he gets so like burnt out and exhausted and frustrated and he feels terrible when he overhelps and he has a really hard time seeing when he's doing that. So like again, if you are home, you're working or you're having a leisurely day and you look out the window and somebody out in the alley is having a problem and it's a solution that yeah, you're capable of fixing, but if you're not really feeling a pull towards that, then don't. And then here's the life lesson for you, five ones. Do not put your sense of self-worth or your value in that. You're not a bad little girl or a stupid little boy because you're choosing not to help or because you actually can't or because you won't. Everybody needs to find multiple levels of value that they have or multiple things that, that make you a valuable human being. So if you're saying no, I, the five one, the challenge solver, say no, I'm declining to help. I'm declining to find a solution. I'm declining to look into the research of this and I'm choosing to say no, I am still valuable. I am still worthy of love. I am still amazing because I am going to zero in and be the five one in areas where I can and where I want to. And then how do you actually figure out where and when and who to help? Hmm. Strategy and authority. Have I burnt out your ears on that yet? Always return to the strategy and the authority. So you follow your strategy and consult with your authority on who, when, where, and what to help with and who, when, where, and what to do your research and your learning around as the 5-1. And if you're struggling with execution of this 
or any other aspect of your human design, then I highly recommend that you either get into the holiday alignment challenge as long as it hasn't already started or it's not full or book a human design reading or do a future program or a group coaching type of program I'm offering. I'm always offering these different types of group programs that are all surrounded around execution, how to do this, how to actually be your design and not just learn more. You're doing a great job learning on the podcast and you five ones out there, you're probably reading all the books and doing all the Googling and you have the apps and all kinds of resources. But what about executing? This is what I'm talking about. When you want to execute being the five one, you follow your strategy and your authority, watch out for your not self theme and seek living your signature. And again, if that's overwhelming and you're going, ah, I don't know how, I don't know how, get into a group or consider booking a human design reading with me and I will help you with the execution. Now, one more thing about the five one is to beware of dimming your light. It's easy for five ones to be so humble and act like, oh, I'm just not really that, you know, smart. I I don't know if I can find a solution. Um, no, no, no. People see you as this incredible challenge solver. Own it. Be proud because you are built to find solutions in a way that only you can. And you're not going to come across as cocky unless you are only trying to find solutions to pump up your ego, to get a dopamine hit, to look impressive. But if you're just simply being the challenge solver because it is endlessly fascinating to you and you're following your strategy and your authority, you're not going to look cocky. And remember to also find other qualities within yourself to bring self-love and validation. You're more than the challenge solver. You are your gates. You are your, your incarnation cross or your life theme. You're your energy type. You are more than this. This is just one part of you. This is your personality. So thank you for listening and definitely reach out, especially over on Instagram if you're a 5-1 and if this resonates with you or even better, if it doesn't resonate with you, if it's leaving you feeling like, what? I don't really get that. That doesn't really sound like me. Then reach out because the best part of human design is when you find the aspects that don't seem right or don't seem true and then we can dig into where perhaps there might be some conditioning Or perhaps I haven't explained it in a way that's making sense. And sometimes when I hear from people who say this doesn't sound right, we dig into it and I find a better way to explain it. I can make it more clear and, you know, then you benefit and then I become a better teacher. That's really how I learn. So thanks again for listening. Thank you for reviewing the show and sharing it with your friends and for everybody in the Holiday Alignment Challenge. I will see you so soon. Oh, I can't wait to meet you and work with you throughout the next eight weeks. And everybody who's just here on the podcast, I will catch you all in a week. 